Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the RF Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, a co-host, I should say, uh, Rodney Fisher, joined by my other co-host, Royce Fisher. And we got a lot to talk about this episode. We want to, first of all, apologize for last week. We had the week off. But we're back with uh, a lot of things to discuss, Royce, from NBA to a lot of local news with the Mavericks and Cowboys and all the good stuff. But before we start, how, how are you this evening, first of all? Right now, I'm, I'm, I'm good today. I'm getting, in, uh, getting ready for the football season to start. I'm uh, watching a lot of round-the-clock uh, action on some of the teams. I'm getting kind of hyped for football. Okay. Well, yeah. It's just it's hard it's hard to uh you know, football course training camp and preseason start, but it's hard to feel like to get ready for football. I, I always wait to when the weather kinda turns a little bit. It's still pretty hot. <laughs> but once it gets kinda cool, I kinda feel like I know football's coming. Uh, you'll be ready when the uh Tampa Bay plays Dallas. You'll be ready the week before. Oh, I'll definitely be ready by then. There's no doubt about that. No doubt about that. Well, let's jump right into it. Let's let's start off our discussion tonight with, uh, I'm sure you're getting a lot of these questions like I am, and that's about our local team here, the team we cover the most, the Dallas Mavericks, and some of the moves that they've been making uh, in free agency, uh, starting off with signing their, their young star, Luka Doncic, being the first NBA player to ever take advantage of this uh, max contract rookie extension five years, $207 million, and it doesn't actually start until not this season, but the, after this season is over. So it's really like a six-year deal um, that we have them locked in. Of course, the fifth year of that contract deal is a player option, but needless to say, they locked him up, and he's got the biggest deal ever for a rookie on the second contract, all because he made the All-NBA team. Um, but what do you think about you know this signing and I mean, where do we start? I mean, all the whole staff went over to Slovenia to get this deal done. Uh, I don't think there was any doubt that he was going to sign here. He says this is what he wanted. This is his home. But the Mavs are basically, I guess they didn't have a choice but to hitch their wagon to the young star, right? Absolutely. It's a no-brainer, Rodney. He's a once-in-a-lifetime player. And uh, the way these guys are jumping teams, I, I would lock him down. You know, uh, that's the kind of guy you want to keep around his whole career, like Dirk was with Dallas. And I think that's, that's probably one of the best moves the Mavs could make is go ahead and lock him down. And hopefully they can get him to a championship and get some players around him. So yeah. it is the right thing by signing him long term. Let me ask you, you know, when the, yeah, he earned it. There's no doubt about it. I mean, if you watched him over the last – three years and where he's played, he's earned it. I mean, he's been on two All-NBA teams. He's been an All-Star. He's gotten them back into the playoffs. He got them as a contender. Um, and then also, he may, he's on the cover of NBA 2K. I mean, that, that's like 
that's only reserved for those people that are not only faces of franchises, but the face of the league. Um, do, do you, I've heard people say that, you know, I, I'm with you. I think this is a great move, but I heard the naysayers or the haters say it's a lot going on a lot pretty fast because whenever a guy signs a deal this big, you know that people are going to start kind of being creatures or, or falling to the moment saying that, Oh, he's a top five player in the league or um, he's a face of the NBA. I mean, I'm asking you, what well, do you yeah, think I'm about really that? that? Yeah, I really saying that. And, uh, you know, and you forgot about the Olympics, what he showed in the Olympics. He used to talk to the whole Olympics in Tokyo. But, uh, I mean, you can you can tell. You, you've seen Luca play. I've seen him play. I've seen him up close, and we kind of follow his career. And, Ronnie, the talent is there. I mean, how many players you know that done what he's done in a short amount of time? and accomplish what he has, and you can just tell he's going to be a star for a long time, no doubt about it. So, I mean, uh, the naysayers going to talk anyway. Uh, Rod James, Dwayne Wade, all those guys are getting older. So if somebody's going to take over the NBA, Kevin Durant's still around, but somebody's going to take it over when they leave. Yeah, and he's poised to be that guy, along with some other guys as well, too. You know, we have a we have do have a collar on. Let's, let's see if we can bring the collar on. Hopefully this goes goes well. <laughs> let's bring the collar okay. on real quick. Welcome to the R Sports Radio Show. You have a comment about Luca about the NBA. What, what's your comment, Collar? Yes, I mean Luca looks like he's honestly becoming a new face of the NBA. I mean he has become, he has become such a dominant player. And you know even though I'm a Knicks fan, I enjoy I enjoy watching uh, him play. I mean it's, I mean he's gonna he's gonna be the he's gonna be a, you know, some might think about comparing maybe to Jordan or whatnot, or maybe Kobe. Mm. I mean, he's on his way. He's on well, his well, way. Pump, well, pump, hold on, pump the brakes a little bit. When you talk Jordan and Kobe, that's when that's when it, it kind of gets complicated because let's let's face it, he hasn't gotten past, uh, he hasn't done much in the playoffs yet. But but I, I, you know, look at it like this. So Jordan a while too. But but, but go ahead, Carla. Go ahead, Carla. Go ahead, Carla. I mean, it took Jordan, what, uh, six, seven years to get his first championship? Right. Take a good time. He's going to make it. I mean, he, yeah, I believe that, too. They they have to get some guys around him to help him. But I, I think he's proposed to be one of the best players in the NBA right now. Yeah. If not one of the best. You know, one of the things right. I was going to ask you, and, and Colin, while we have you on, I appreciate you calling in. I'm just going to ask you, what do you think about – what do you think about what the Mavs have done uh, with Luka and free agency? They really haven't added any big pieces. We did get a brand no. new coach, which is which is great. Uh, we we definitely needed that. But, you know, he's going to have to play with Porzingis again. I mean, I know you're a Knicks fan, so I'm sure you've mm-hmm. got an opinion about Porzingis. I mean, what do you think about still pairing him with Porzingis, and is that going to be enough to help uh, him? The Achilles heel. The Achilles heel. That could be the big problem because – as most people who followed him into the Knicks, he was very injury-prone and unreliable. If he was healthy, he would have went further. But with all his injuries and whatnot, that brought the Knicks down. So that might be the only thing, uh, the Achilles heel uh, for Luka. Got to check your eye on, on Brazingas. I mean, it was great to start, out with, but, you know, I mean, to start out with he was doing well, but then 
in his second, third year, can't getting injured, and it brought the Knicks down. So I'm just hoping it's not going to continue on, you know, with the Luka with the Mavericks. Probably the best thing for the Knicks was to get rid of Pazinga. Yeah. <laughs> they, they've gotten better since they got rid of him. Exactly. Well, we appreciate you I mean, calling in. Make sure you check us out again, man. But stay, stay on with us. We appreciate you calling in. I have right. one question, Rodney. How do you feel Go about ahead. the Knicks? This year? Colin, how do you feel, how do you feel, feel about, about the Knicks? Well, I mean, a lot of people were surprised by the success they had this year. I mean, nobody really gave them much of a chance. But I think with uh, the addition of, like, say, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, well, you call Obi Toppin. <laughs> uh, I think it, it helped. That's my little joke. I, you know, it helped a lot because I saw him play uh, during his college years, and you know, I thought, you know, this can be what the Knicks really need. Yeah, he's a local yeah, kid as well. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Well, thanks for thanks for calling in, man. Stay tuned for the show. We appreciate it. All right. So let's go back to that that point he was making when we were talking about with Porzingis Royce. I want to get your opinion on what the Mavs have done in free agency. They did sign Tim Hardaway again. Uh, today they signed um, uh, Boban again for another contract. They also brought in Sterling Brown. Um, speaking of Knicks, they brought in Keith Bullock as well. Um, so tell yeah. me what do you think about what they've done in free agency? Uh I kind of like some of the moves. I'm going to have the wait-and-see attitude. I don't think they did enough. They didn't land none of the big fish. I would like to see get somebody like Kyle Lowry or uh, some other point guard to, to, you know, take the weight off of Luka. But I'm going to have a wait-and-see attitude. And, and then, like I say, it depends on the coaching. What is uh, the coaching going to be like, you know, what is Jason, I mean, what is Kid going to do? you know, this year by far as coaching. And uh, I'm going to wait and see attitude, but I don't think they got that much better. I don't see championship in the near future with this squad. You know, it's it's like uh, they didn't do a lot of player movement in the offseason, but you could make the argument that they had probably one of the busiest offseasons of all the teams. You know, the fact that they basically – Change the entire front office from head coach to GM to now even Michael Finley being assistant GM, bringing on dirt. Um, and then the fact that the whole staff, including some of our guys in the media department, Scott Tomlin and a few others, all went out there to uh, Slovenia to get this deal done with Luca. Um, they, they're really putting it, they're putting forward a good, a good foot. They put forward a good face, I think, to other free agents, people that may be looking um, and it, I, from my understanding, they're still not done. There's still a little uncertainty that they may may go after Goran Dragic again, uh, even though he's a lot yeah. older than he was, you know, three years ago when we tried this before, when Luca first right. came here. But at the same time, their biggest their biggest acquisition was the head coach and the GM. So I think that Cuban's kind of maybe he's going to allow these guys to, to to do what they want to do and not try to get too involved and making moves and because we remember if we go back in history, remember when Dirk was that budding superstar trying to get over the hump, Cuban got very involved bringing in all kinds of different guys from Keith Van Horn to Ray LaFrance to, um, I mean, everybody, you know, he was trying out all kinds of different things. 
to find that right mix of players um, before they can get the title. And then inevitably, it really took a change in coach, bringing in Carlisle and getting the system together that could play winning basketball. So maybe this is a recipe for that to happen again, perhaps. Well, it was time they got stagnant. The last, since 2011, they hadn't done much. You know, I think they were just, just to make the playoffs and get knocked out the first round. It's not good enough for for this team and the people of Dallas. And, you know, you and I have been critical of call out the last couple of years. And uh, Donnie Nelson, you know, he got Luca, but he hadn't done much sense. And I don't think that they made Dallas attractive enough the free agents to come here. And then, you know, with a new group of guys like Kidd and uh, general manager and Michael Finley and Dirk all getting involved, you know, they may be able to pull some top-name guys to Dallas. So, you know, it was time, and it's a good thing. Every team has got younger. Yeah. And Dallas yeah. one of the old, uh, you know, some of the old guys still around, you know. So this may be a good thing for Dallas. But it's going to take a while. It's not going to happen the first year. It's going mm-hmm. to take a while. You know, they're exposed to those guys a while to, you know, become good coaches. You know, so uh, we'll see. Some guys are lucky. They inherit a good team. Right. So the, the, uh, I'm going to have a wait the attitude. Yeah, my wait and see is going to be how him and Porzingis change the dynamic from, from last year. I think, you know, Kid could be a, a big help for that. And Dirk as well, too. Dirk can get in there and work with him um, also, too. I think that would be a huge help. So my, my, I want to see how the dynamic between those two guys change. And during the press conference uh, that morning, you know, one of the things that he said that I kept – it kept making – reminded me of his relationship with Porzingis was they asked him about, you know, why his team, his Olympic team was so successful. And he kept bringing up right. the fact that we trust each other. That uh, that we're right. really friends. That we we don't mind passing to each other. We really are working on the same goal. And I just kept thinking in my mind, like, you know, what is he what is he saying? You know, is he is he he's really saying, hey, I need guys on my team that we all can trust each other, get along, and and maybe he's talking about Porzingis in that respect. I don't know. And 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 then too, maybe the Mavs are not done. You know, um, maybe they're working on something that we don't know about. Well, I, I should hope so, but uh, it, it depends on where, how they play for Zingas. Do they put him at the four or the five? You know, you got to move him around. You got to find his spot. I don't like him standing out there knocking down threes. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, uh, he's got to develop some kind of inside game, a mid-range game, you know, because if he's going to stand there and shoot threes, you can almost stay off of him uh, just send one guy. But if you can pull a guy off of Luca, on Fazinga, that are free of Luca and other guys. So it depends on how a kid plays it. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Well, in other uh, free agency talk, we got to talk about the other team that we like to cover a lot, or at least I like to talk about a lot. And that's the guys out west, the purple and gold, the Los Angeles Lakers, who are coming off of, I would, I would say, a disappointing season. Um, but they've added, they've revamped. Uh, their entire roster. I mean, they got rid of their youth, the the little youth that they had, and they brought in all veterans. They brought Dwight Howard back. Uh, they brought in Carmelo the Anthony, <laughs> and and of course uh, the big the big trade for Russell Westbrook, bringing him back in. Um, 
I don't I don't know where to start here, man. I, I don't know what the starting five is going to look like. I feel like they they don't have a bench at all. Uh, but again, this is this is classic LeBron, you know, putting together the veteran guys that are hungry, that want to get a championship. And I don't think there's I don't think there's two I don't think you can name two other veterans in the league right now that are hungry for a championship more than Carmelo and Russell Westbrook. I think those two guys are probably got to be in the top five guys that are really hungry veterans that have been in the league for a substantial amount of time that are looking to try to get their first championship ring. Well, I can say they do have the most experienced team in the NBA because these guys have been around a long time. I call it the over-the-hill game. Yeah. But the factor with them is that going to outdo talent. You know, these young guys, you got a lot of young guys, a lot of good teams come up in the West. Mm-hmm. That experience is going to override talent and health. I don't, you know, that's going to be a big problem for the Lakers. Are these guys yeah. going to be able to stay right. out there and stay on the floor with no right. bench? Uh, I know you predicting them to, to make the playoffs. Uh, you said they were going to the finals. I don't yeah, believe I mean, that. I, I think talent is going to uh, come out on top over experience and mm-hmm. health. Yeah, I'm not. I, 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 on paper, if we had to pick today, I would have them coming out of the West. But again, like you said, injuries are going to play a part of it. These guys are older. They don't have a bench right now. That's going to be an issue. They don't have a lot of youth. Uh, that's going to be an issue. Now, here's the thing that it reminds me of. You talk about history repeating itself. Do you remember when uh, Kobe and Shaq? The last year they played together, I believe that was, and they were trying to get back to winning. They had lost, um, I think they had lost the year before, and they ended up bringing in Carl Malone, Gary Payton. Um, you remember that? They got, they, got swept, they got swept by the Spurs uh, that year. Absolutely. I mean, but, but they brought in all those guys that were searching for a ring. Carl Malone, Gary Payton, a few other guys. I can't remember who else was on that roster, but that was a that was a disaster. I mean, on paper, they should have been the best team in history, and it turned out to be a disaster when it came playoff time. Because again, it, it, as you know, it takes a while for these things to really gel uh, and come together, and that was kind of what happened to them last year. They made all those roster moves last year after the championship with Dennis Schroeder and all these other guys, right. and they still couldn't kind of put it together because, of course, injuries, whatever the case may be. But now they have no youth. I mean, KCP was your guy off the it's bench, gone. you know. Caruso uh, was Absolutely. your guy off the bench. Kyle Kuzma, though he was streaky at times, he was your guy off the and, bench. And so Caruso, I don't know who. And Caruso. Caruso, Caruso was a big part of that team. He's gone. Uh, All right. And, uh, you know, Houston did the same thing. They brought in Clyde Drexler and Charles Barker, and they did. They came up short. Scotty too, Pippen. But like I said, right. But, you know, that's not always a winning combination. Right. I think these young right. guys are more athletic. You see them. I mean, these guys look at John Morant, and you got to look at the, the Clippers. You got to look at Golden State. You got to look at, you know, uh, uh, Phoenix, you know, uh, Dallas. I mean, you got some great teams in the West. 
It's going to yeah. be extremely hard for the Lakers to come out of the West. It's going to be tough. Uh, the the Mavs are going to really be there. Like you said, Memphis is coming up. You still got Denver and Utah, Utah who people forget Denver. about. Um, and then Phoenix. You know, they're still young. They kept their roster intact. Uh, right. They're going to be looking to make some damage as well, too. They're on the radar. Um, but this just tells me how tough the West really is, honestly. It's, it's, it's going to be tough, super tough. There wasn't there wasn't a lot of moves in the Eastern Conference. A lot of guys stayed where they were. weren't any big moves. Um, oh, although the Miami, Miami, the Miami Heat, the Miami moves. Heat made some big moves. Absolutely. And I think uh, Chicago got better. Yeah, Chicago got better as well. Yep, yeah, they did. Yeah. They made and some big moves too. And of course, now you got the Nets. They added Patty Mills. I mean, what a better guy to come off the bench after. You know what he did in the Olympics. He carried that team, right? Uh, so it's going. You know, it's going. It's going to have Boston. So uh, and then you got Milwaukee. So yep. East is going to be really tough. It's going to be hard for Milwaukee to repeat. You got Atlanta. So it's going to be extremely hard for these same two teams to come back. To, it's going to be extremely hard to get to the championship anyway this year. Well, I tell you, it's going to be exciting. I, I can't wait to see. Then you got these rookies that are playing great. Uh, Green is showing out in summer camp. So right. It's going to be interesting to see. The other thing, um, and, and these these are the things I think you know are still kind of in play, in my opinion. Um, I don't know what Washington's going to do. I know they brought in some players and. I, don't know, I guess they're going to try to keep Bradley Bill there. I don't know if they're going to move him or maybe no one's got a package yet for him. The other thing is, and I thought this guy would be uh, traded before even Westbrook was, and that was Damian Lillard. He's still in Portland. I know they got the new coach with Chauncey Billups. Maybe they're going to see if that works out, maybe trade him at the deadline. But to me, he's still I, – I, I think he may start in Portland, but I don't see him finishing the season in Portland. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised at that. I think he's going to stay maybe one more year for play out of last year. Next year, he'd probably end up with an uh, even higher contract than what uh, Luca got. So, but we'll see. And I'm surprised he stayed because they really didn't do anything to help him out much. You know, yeah. I think Utah got better than they did. They had Rudy Gay and a couple right. of more players. Right. Know, so, uh, I, I don't understand that. Maybe he had the plan. I would love to see him go somewhere else. Yeah, well, he can still he still can. And I'm I only bring it up because I'm holding out hope that the Mavs can somehow convince the Portland Trailblazers to trade Przingis for Lillard some kind of way. I don't know how that'll work. <laughs> That's a big hope. Yeah. I don't know how that'll work. Hope. I don't know how that'll work. But it's po- everything is possible, right? Right. Everything is possible. possible. If you guys are listening to the show, make sure uh, you check us out on Mondays and Wednesdays, uh, starting here now that football's kicking in. Uh, you can also call in at 319-527-6059, 319-527-6059 to call in and join the show. Let's talk a little NFL, Royce, since you, you mentioned football coming up, and we had one preseason game, of course, the Hall of Fame game. Um, and, again, it was – it was a terrible game. The Cowboys played. 
And it's been it's been pretty much the Cowboys uh start to the season. We had three guys going to the Hall of Fame, Jimmy Johnson, uh Drew Pearson, and also um uh Cliff Harris went to the Hall of Fame. And then uh we had the them play the game, the Cowboys played the game at the Hall of Fame game, and then we had hard knocks last night. So it's been it's been a Cowboys start to the season, wouldn't you say? Yeah, they're all over the news. This is not unusual. They usually dominate uh, beginning of the season. They get everybody's hopes up, like you and other Cowboy fans. And the hoopla is there, but they have yet to show me, you know, and that's what I'm waiting on. Uh, I'm pretty sure, you know, with Dak coming back, that was big news. But I have never heard so many F bombs. <laughs> On a TV show than I did last night. Well, it's, it's football practice, Roy. Come on now, you play football. I, I know. I know. You, I, yeah. I know. There's always there's always a few coaches on the staff on the team, no matter what level of football, from little league all the way to NFL. There's always a few coaches that this is how they talk. Absolutely, but I I, I watched it. Uh, that getting hurt was a big deal, but. They they're going to show me right now. I, it's hype every year about the Cowboys. Every year, I heard Cowboy fans and you, we're going to the bowl. We're going to the bowl, but they always come up short. They have a good chance this year, but it, it won't be easy. Mm-hmm. The defense you know what? has to play like on par with the offense. Yep. Yep. That's you know what I, I know after watching Hard Knocks though, um, I you know exactly up. why. Well, I know I know exactly why Jerry pushed to have them on on Hard Knocks this year. We have to remember that Jerry is the ultimate marketer. He's the ultimate salesman, right? And I think honestly, um, last season had to be one of the worst seasons, not just for. Cowboys fans, but I mean, well, really, yeah, for Cowboys fans in particular, I think a lot of the shine, um, every year they don't do anything, the shine kind of comes off. Now, if you come off a season where you only won six games uh, in a division that's terrible, you got to do something to get people excited again. Um, And I know exactly why he did the hard knocks thing, because he's trying to build that hype again for, for Cowboys fans to really get behind them all over again. And I think that, oh, that he can't. used that it, he used it as a way to kind of get us, you know, fans kind of rejuvenated again and back on the bandwagon. But let's be honest, like you said, they didn't do much. I mean, they did bring in a linebacker. Um, but other than that, I mean, it's the same team just with the quarterback back. And it, we all know Zeke took a step back last year. Um, and I think this was time to show that, hey, we're, we're back to where we were. We're a better team. Um, but, but again, they didn't do much in terms of free agency or changing schemes. They brought in a new defensive coordinator, but a lot of that's the same. So I think he's trying to use this as a way to kind of sell to the fan again, like, you know what? We're still the Cowboys. We're still, we still got all the hype. But honestly, it's, it's really the same squad, in, in my opinion. Yeah, Kellen Moore still calling the offensive plays. Kellen Moore still calling the plays, new, right. Got a new defensive coordinator, which I don't think highly of him after what he did in the Super Bowl he, against the – He's uh, a terrible head coach. He's a terrible head coach. Yeah, yeah terrible. Right. And 
They were six and ten last year, eight and eight the year before, eight and eight the year before that. Uh, I mean, come on, man. You got to at least win ten games. Uh, well, not not in the East. You can, you can go six and ten and go go in the East. But all the hype is good, but if you come up short, that makes it even worse. Right. You know, because like you said, the, you know, the hype's been there all summer. They talk about Zeke in perfect shape and got uh, C.D. Lamb, uh, Prescott's back, defense will be better. But yeah, like I said, they have to show me, man. I, I mean nothing to me until you make the playoffs or even play for the championship. Right. So it would be a big letdown if they don't make it. Man, it's going to be huge, man. That's why I say I think he's using this to build the hype. But I've gotten to the point, Royce, and, and, and many of our fans over the last 10 years, uh, really the last 12 years, be kind of uh, shocked to hear me say. But I've, I've kind of grown to the point where I can look past the hype. Even last night, I, I remember I called you a little excited yeah, after I saw up. Jerry on the screen and talking about his stuff. But then – when the show was over, I started thinking a little bit. I said, man, you know what? It's the same thing. <laughs> it's not, you know, I still need to see what this guy's going to do. I, I still don't feel comfortable that we made enough changes to really make an impact. And, and let's face it, we're in the worst division in the NFL. If we can't win this division, then something's wrong. We almost won a division with winning six games. Had we won one more game, uh, we would have won the division last year. So, we're in a terrible division. One of our teams in the division doesn't even have a name. They just call themselves a football team. Uh, the other one, uh, we don't know what they're doing in New York with the Giants. Uh, and then, of course, Philadelphia is, is basically a rebuilding project. They don't necessarily know who's going to be their quarterback yet. So if we don't win this division, um, I'm sorry, man. It's, it, it's going to be pretty bad, I think. It's going to be pretty bad if they don't win this division. Well, you know, if you listen to Jerry's speech, i.e. praise Jimmy Johnson, and I think he saw Jimmy Johnson going to the Hall of Fame. He thought about the time he held up the Lombardi Trophy. It's been a long time. I don't think Jerry will rest in peace until he win another trophy, uh, uh, Super Bowl. And I think all that's weighing on him. You know, I know he's he's getting older. He hadn't seen it in a while. He's one of the top owners, like I say, the great marketer. But I think his ultimate goal is to win the Super Bowl. And so he, he's, he's got to pump himself up and, and also the fans and the team because that's what he really wants. And uh, I don't think he's going to be satisfied until he get it. But it was a different Jerry Jones this preseason than that yeah, before. Yeah. Well, he, he definitely had his little speech and had his little tears in his eyes and, and now, about, you know, now, how much he did. Jimmy's going to the Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor. Yeah. Jerry's definitely, um, he understands. He gets it. I mean, he trust me. If you want to sell some tickets, all you got to do is put somebody in the Ring of Honor, especially Jimmy Johnson. Oh, they're going to sell tickets, but he wants that trophy right now. Lead, trust you do anything for you it. You rather yeah. trust you than anything, right? Yeah, you're right about that. You're right about that. I just, I, I don't know what my expectations are. We got a little time before the season starts, and 
We'll have our predictions, of course, but I'm going to reserve my predictions for whenever we kind of get to that moment, moment in time a little bit before I make a, make a decision on what I think the Cowboys are going to do. Well, that's pretty wise because, you know, years past, you, you've gone through the same thing. So <laughs> you, you should be used to it, but I know you're tired of it too. So until they get there, uh, just go take it week by week, day by day, mm-hmm. game by game. What I want to touch on real quickly, too, while we, since we have a little time, is uh, another NFL subject, and I want to get your opinion on, you know, what do you what, what do you think about some of these uh, players who've already been pretty outspoken about, you know, not getting the vaccine? They know the consequences it would it would it could be if they had to forfeit a game, uh, and, and I'm talking mainly about quarterbacks. You know, you heard Kirk Cousins. Say he's not going to do it. He's going to basically, you know, surround himself in plexiglass if he has to. And then the other guy I want to touch on is uh, the quarterback in Baltimore um, because this guy's been an NFL MVP before. Um, he's kind of the face. He can face the NFL for a long time. And he's battled COVID twice. I mean, he's just coming off of COVID That's again right. with uh, Lamar Jackson we're talking about. And uh, he just battled COVID again, but now he's kind of like, you know, I may not get it. I may not take the vaccine at all. I'm just, you know, again, this is not to be political at all. You know, whatever you decide to do is fine. But when it comes to your workplace and the people around you and the implications of that, I I think you may need to take a little bit more precautions just to kind of make sure things happen the right way. Rodney, you know, I'm an advocate for people getting the vaccine. I don't understand. There's a lot of misinformation out there. Uh, you know, I understand these athletes and how they feel about putting stuff in their body. But at the same time, you know, we talking about life and death. And I've seen the news. I, I hope they watch the news. I mean, you know, what, what else can I say but other than that? You have to do the right thing, if not for you, for other people. But mm-hmm. uh, if you want to get tested every week, if you want to put yourself in jeopardy, you know, I don't understand it, but I think it should be mandatory. I think it's going to be mandatory because if you look around now, these uh, hospitals are demanding, these companies are demanding, you know, and that's part of life. And there are diseases in the world. There's death and there's plagues and there's all kind of stuff happening. So... Uh, you have to follow the science, and if it's going to prevent you or save your life, I don't know why anybody would put their life at risk. You know, I'm sure everybody wants to live, you know, and uh, a sure way to end your life is to get COVID. So uh, I choose to, to live, and, I, and, and these guys paid a lot of money. Uh, eventually, I think the owners are going to demand that they get it. And uh, we we saw what happened last year. They had to cancel yeah. games. Well, no I, think, I, think the, I think the NFLPA is saying that you can't mandate it. You can encourage it, but you can't mandate it. And these rules about the forfeiting games and all that stuff, this is not new. They actually they actually agreed to that prior to last season, um, that right. this season would be like that. So it's kind of like the players, again, have put themselves in a – in the proverbial box, so to speak. And I, again, I, I'm with you, you know, the, what, my reason for getting it was because I knew, I knew people that had suffered and actually died from it. 
And uh, I felt like if I could do anything to protect myself and my family members, then that's what I'm going to do. Um, and I, and this guy's had it twice. So I, I just don't yeah. understand. I know, you, I know you're healthy. I know you can fight it, but you're dealing with coaches. You're dealing with fans. You're dealing with other people, right. dealing with family members. I mean, if if you caught it twice, I mean, the likelihood to catch yeah. the third time is pretty high, I think. Well, people caught COVID don't know how they got it. That, yeah. That's a big yeah. point. You know, they don't know who they got it from, how they got it. All they know is they have it. And, uh, you know, they have mandatory drug testing. Right. So I don't know why they can't mandate getting the shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, man. It's going to be an interesting season this year, for sure. Interesting season this year. Absolutely. Well, Russ, anything else you want to cover before we wrap things up? Well, that's pretty much it. Free agency, I think, is though we may see a few more moves. I hope the Mavericks make – I think they one more play away. I hate it they got rid of Seth Curry. He, he could have been the, the guy, you know, to shoot the three. Yeah, he's hopefully a, him the number one three-point yeah. shooter in the league. Right, right, <laughs> you know. And, uh, so I think they want to play away. It's going to be interesting to see them play and how they jail. And uh, I, I tell you what, watch out for the Golden State Warriors mm-hmm. and watch out for the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. They, no one's talking about them. And they're they going to be right. just as good as always for sure. They got a chip on right. their shoulder. This time, too. That's a good point. All right, we want to wrap things up. I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you check us out on Monday and Wednesdays going forward. We appreciate your call, calling in today. Feel free to call in any time. And thank you guys for listening. Make sure you follow us and go to the website. The link is in the show bio, uh, RF Sports Radio. Search us on Google, wherever, and you, you you can't miss us. So thank you guys again, and we'll talk to you next week. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.